Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the Morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. forwards 15 forwards I've said it again this is not a star laden team this is a team that's it's not like one guy's gonna take the game over that's not our game we need all our players to be consistent that's how you make the playoffs and that's how you win games in playoffs big uh, opportunity for a lot of guys in our locker room like you said a lot of guys haven't ever been to a point like this in their career, so uh, it's exciting. Johnny's been really good in the playoffs. For me, he's taken that step 100%. He did it during the, you can see it during the season, he's done it during the playoffs. Proud of Johnny. Low for Gaudreau to Kachuk in the corner, back to Johnny Gaudreau. Gaudreau in front, needs a pass to Lino, stopped by Ottinger, took it off high. Gaudreau scores! Well, we wanted a moment. Got your moment, Dino. Got it. Got it. Boy, was I worried about you. Oh, my goodness. What a show. That's like the zaniest series. All the things you put together. You should have won that thing in four or five if you get any sort of mere mortal in that for Dallas. Mm -hmm. No? Oh. And the whole or, series is within yeah, a goal or the flip, whole time. Or flip it could have been gone in four or five. Just you just if you got less than <laughs> great gold sending, who knows? Yeah, we'll talk about everything. My goodness, one of them is don't sleep on the dude in the other net, Jacob Markstrom. You needed him. Oh yeah, you needed him along the way. You needed him last night. You needed him in overtime. Breakaway in yeah. OT. Yeah. Mood's a little different today. We're Late not putting together third. montages and the Red Mile isn't all drunky last night if it's not for that stop, among others. And it was drunky. Oh, it was drunky. I drinky, drunky. Police helicopter. We oh, are yeah. back, baby. Love yeah. it. Well done, Woo! everybody. Good right, job. everyone. Good yes. work. Yes. Drink them if you got them. Yeah. Remember, cans, not bottles, and be uh, be friendly to your neighbors. Yeah, it was a, that's a short night. Uh uh, so how did you take this one in? I was uh, up in the press level 300 seats with my wife, who suddenly is all in. Oh, is that right? Hey, yeah, yeah, hockey. yeah. She is dialed. Well, you know, mm. I wouldn't mind coming to. Okay. Oh, well, all right. You would. Hey, yeah. And yeah. she goes, Ryan, and I can't have people texting me that you're the only person at the Dome without a jersey. Figure that out. Right. I'm like, what? Did you wear a jersey finally? I got things sorted out. I got the right mix going on. You what? I've got things sorted out. What the f is the matter with you? Hey. You want a headbutt? Three for four at the dome when I've been there, so I've got that figured out through the in wardrobe. In spite of you, it should have been over in five if you'd well, had I your bleep was, together. It was Ottinger, not me. Why will you, like, we'll get to it. I'm not going to waste time on this. I don't understand. So anyway, yes, in the building, the tense, you know, pucker capital of planet Earth. It was Goodness. Pucker City, yeah. yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Population 19 to 89. It just didn't feel like, and Elliot said it on the post game, it just felt like they weren't going to beat them. 
you just got to that point where there were so many great scoring chances, so many opportunities, so many shots. You had just gotten to a point where it was probably one of those nights where Jake Ottinger wasn't going to give you that break. And you look back at this series, the goals that beat him, man, they they had to be near perfect shots mm-hmm. to Foley, redirect in front, didn't have a chance. Kachuk in tight, puts it in a little, That's it's the one time where it, there was maybe a little bit of room there mm-hmm. for Kachuk. And then the overtime winner, not much room at all. Yeah, I said I tweeted before Game Seven. Like, if there's a cause for concern, and there was lots, you know, you didn't know the status of Tanev, you didn't know if Zadorov was going to be available. You had to wonder what was going on with Kachuk, who'd looked pretty pedestrian in the series. The Foley couldn't finish, but Jake Ottinger stopping ninety-five and a half pucks out of every hundred shot at him—that was a huge concern. And you thought, okay, well, for one night, will it change? And like, the answer was no. They just needed to get sixty-seven shots. <laughs> just incredible, <laughs> insane. Only, you you start to look now, only, it's like single digits, it's like one, only one guy has stopped more pucks in a game seven, only one guy had a better save percentage in a Mm -hmm. series, only, you know, it's, what you saw out of him was otherworldly, and I don't know if Dallas wins, can they carry it forward another round or two, or I I don't know how long you can sustain that. If they get goaltending like that, they could do anything. Like, honestly, if you're going to stop 95 and a half pucks out of 100, you're going to be fine. Guy was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And of all the things, as we, us dummies sit here, all right, let's, let's, let's break preview this series. Let's break let's, this let's thing tail down. the tape, Dean. What do you see? Well, we don't need to spend any time talking about the goaltending because clear edge to the flames. Yep, check, check, moving on. First ever series. Wonder if this Andre kid will be nervous. And then you talk to people in Dallas. No, he's pretty steely. I think, you know, he's high pedigree guy and first round pick. pretty poised. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, but, no but. And never caved to any of the pressure. Must win at home, just fine. Yeah, it almost Game felt seven, like you on the road, just fine. You were waiting for a moment where it became too big for him, and yeah. it was like, okay, now he's back to human again, not superhuman. It never happened. Never happened, and credit to him, and I know Jamie Benn said afterwards, this guy's, we got our franchise goaltender. Yeah, it seems like you do. It would seem like you do. Uh so much I don't even know how you dissect this thing because you get to the first period and Michael Backlund freight trains Michael Raffle and you're just kind of getting over the buzz of that hit you and know it's what's in the playoffs one net it was like guys it because it was that kind of a night too the whole about timing how things happen mm-hmm. bam big hit building erupts everyone's going and seconds later it's in your net 40 seconds in Top line is on. Remember how great the top line was? Didn't allow a five-on-five goal, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Well, they allowed two last night, two of the two that were in their net. Anyway, then, so 40 seconds in, you're down one nothing. You fight back to Foley, early second, 146 in. Tie a game. For how long? 31 seconds later, two to one. Interrupted Beasley. Can we not have nice things, guys? Fellas, can we protect the lead or protect the tie, please? And you know what? Hey, Tafoli, if you want to uh, check in, you know, if you just want to uh, be a part of what's going on here at any time, if you want to... By uh, all means. Pucked at a left point, held it at the line, Shellington shoots, they score! And the sea of red erupts! Tyler Tafoli finally finds a crack in the armor! For Tafoli, 
went 16 games without a goal. Uh, and the goal prior to those 16 games was an empty netter against Seattle. So you go back a little bit further. He had one goal in 19 games with a goalie mm. in the net. Uh, so he Lots was of chances in there, but sure did. not a great series. I thought on some, some spells where he had chances, but well, and that was going to be the story today. It's the, he's due. He's very due. He's due. Now, is it, are you due or did you just not come through? Did you just go invisible? Did you not have an impact? Cause that's what it would be today. If he doesn't score, or if they don't win the series, and it could probably be a bit of both. He was do some better puck luck, but boy, you, did, you you wanted to notice him regularly more often. But that's a big goal in a big spot. And then the second goal from Matthew Kachuk, same thing. Where has he been? Eerily quiet all series long. And then last night, by far his best game of the series. Mm-hmm. We talked about it last week, and I believe it's. I do believe it you forget how young these guys are sometimes and how big the stage is and how much they take it upon themselves. He's, he was learning how to do this thing. Mm-hmm. He's got his teammates talking about He's the heartbeat of the team. And he really was up until game 82 at the final buzzer. The guy was setting the tone for this team. Then with what happened with Klingberg games, one, two, and three just felt like he was far too invested in everything else that was going on. Got a little distracted. It seems. Then had to dig in and, and get it back. And he was at his, well, he wasn't at his best, but it was his best in the series last night. Mm-hmm. Big goal. Scores a big goal. First of the series from Toffoli, first of the series from Kachuk, Nemestikov and Ben on the other side, the first of the series for them too. Just a wild night. I, how are you? What What was it like, say, from, you know, Puck drop till whatever time that all wraps. It wasn't ideal. Because you're a nervous Nelly, and if you see a glass of water, you're convincing yourself how close it is to the bottom, not the top. Yeah, That's your if, nature. If it's not half full, if it's more than half full, I'll knock it over just to make sure we're full at best. Yeah, the middle line for you is kind of like that overheaping mark. That's where you see it's kind of like, well, this could go either way. No, you, I was ex- you, you lean yeah. to the think of all the bad things that can happen. I was explaining to the woman that I live with. That what we Your were, wife. yeah, that, yeah, uh, that what we were watching was because she was so so like, how good are the well? See, here's the thing, babe, babe. The stars in the regular season mm. are they're they're the only team to have made the playoffs, having given up more goals than they actually scored. Doesn't sound like a good thing. So to I mean, do, they right? were they were okay defensively, but not great, and they were just okay offensively, but not great. But generally, if, you, if you've if you given up more than you get, you're not getting to the playoffs. The Flames were like, like plus, 80, plus 85, for the record. Uh, the Stars, minus 8, for the record. I said, what, what's happening here is you're watching one of the greatest goaltending performances of all time in a playoff series. Yes. And as the game went along, and <laughs> to hear... Yeah, it lived up to that billing. To hear Greg Millen, I, I don't even know what's left to say. I don't know what to do. And watching the saves that he made and the chances around the net, it just it just really did. I said I, I was saying I just I don't I don't see how they're going to do it. If they haven't done it through seven games, if they haven't done it through two periods, through three periods, it's just going to be one of those things. Plus how hard it is to get a battle of Alberta, because really that was the carrot hanging at the end of this. I don't know that anybody walked out of that building last night or turned the TV off or whatever and said, well, now it's the Stanley Cup. It's like, no, now it's the Battle of Alberta. Thank you, hockey gods. I don't think anybody's thinking about 
eight, nine, 10, 12 wins from now. It's about getting four against that Dallas Stars team with this Calgary Flames team. And if you want to talk about growth, I think that this series and specifically last night, there's no chance last year's Flames team wins this or the year before or clearly the year before that. And that's why this coach is going to win the Jack Adams in a landslide because it doesn't look like any of those groups. It doesn't play like any of those groups. It doesn't perform like any of those groups. It doesn't go missing for periods at a time and forget when puck drop is and show up an hour late. This is an entirely different group because of one reason, Daryl Sutter. Yeah. In Daryl, we trust. In Daryl, we trust. No doubt about it. Get the shirts ready, whatever you got to do. But they they did stick with it. And all of what we've heard Daryl say, it's harder to score in the playoffs. It's harder. You got to want it. You're not going to have momentum. All of the stuff that he trotted out to the media that you probably assume he th- threw at his players in the locker room, we saw it all through seven games, and we probably saw all of it last night. There's going to be some swings. You're going to there's going to be ups and downs. You can't you're not going to win all of it in one shift. You got to be, just stick with it. Have faith in the process and don't don't quit. And they didn't in game 5 and they didn't in game 7 when it looked like it probably would have been easy to do so. It was all the lessons you heard him preaching throughout yeah. the course of 82 games coming home to roost in a way. You got to be comfy in low-scoring games. You got to stick with the process. You can't abandon things when it doesn't go way, your way early. We've got to be really, really comfy, protecting tight leads. You know, we can't be making mistakes in big spots. Like everything he's been preaching has been preparing them for this moment where they do get through round one despite facing one of the best net mining performances in the history of the sport. And true to form, he uh, came on after the game and it wasn't overly, you know, there was not a lot of celebrating. If you saw it, much like uh, in years past on the bench when his team whether it's the Kings or the Flames, gets a big overtime goal. There's not a whole lot of emotion there. He just keeps it all in check, and he did again last night as everybody else erupts around him uh, pretty steely. And then afterwards, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, hey, Johnny Gaudreau uh, getting the, the A on his jersey. Uh, well, yeah, he was the next guy yeah, up. Next uh, man up. Other guys were hurt, so uh, next guy up. Now, Gaudreau, biggest goal of his career. He was asked about it. He's like, well, yeah, that's duh kind of deal. Uh, talks about the big goal. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh you know, it was a tight series throughout the whole the whole week or two weeks here, and uh, came right down to the end there in Game Seven in overtime. And like you said, I mean, dream about dream about stuff like that. You know, scoring in a Game Seven in overtime. So um, nice play by Chucky behind the net. Found Lindy in the front, and uh, I got the rebound. So is that a question, really? I mean, come on. There's uh, there's no bigger stage in, than what we just did there, and that was uh, it was really special for me. I was really excited. I thought our line, you know, kind of came out a little flat-footed there tonight, and we gave up two goals, and we knew we had to get them back. And uh, Chucky had a big goal there for us in, in the second there, and then, you know, I just the way we were playing throughout the after they scored that second goal, I thought we were, <clears throat> I thought one one of the three of us was going to get it. So, um, you know, I'm happy for those two guys. We played well uh, after after those two goals. It was interesting in this game to watch the shot clock, and it just kept going up and up and up and up and up, obviously. Final shots on net in this game. 67-28. 67-28. And that was almost as even as the ratio seemed to get, that sort of that two-to-one-ish mark, almost. <laughs> yeah, it was two-to-one. I think it was 13-2 at one point, and it was one nothing Dallas. You're thinking, yeah. the hell is going on here? 
One shot, one goal, 40 seconds in. I think it was their second goal came on the ninth shot of the game, something like that. And that was well into the second at that yeah. point, yeah. 17-8 in the first, 26-4 to in the second. 26-4. to Are you kidding me? So, and oh, they must have been on power plays the whole period, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was what 43 uh, to 12 shots no, after was, two. Huh? They they get to the third, and then Dallas kind of digs in a little bit, outshot them 11 9. And there was a stretch as well in the extra time where early on, for sure, it looked like maybe the stage was a little bit big. It, it, there was a lot of the bit of running around from the flames. They just didn't, it was like deep breaths, boys, just deep breaths and get through the first few minutes here and settle in and get back to what it is that you need to do. And I don't know if it was the Sagan call. Sagan goes for hooking at 5.08. They don't score, had some good like some good uh, pressure, and had some chances there. But you wonder what that does to the Flames and to the Stars when you don't score. A it's, huge relief, right, for Dallas. You're, now you're, you're back to just being that shot away. Yeah, that's exactly it. Game seven overtime. Are you kidding me? Like one, one puck will squeak through on one side and one team will move on. It may or may not be fair and it might not reflect what's happened in the last two weeks, but only one's moving on. Why not us? Yeah. And it didn't seem like they were getting a ton of chances, but when they were getting in the zone, somehow it felt like every chance, if you're in that building, my goodness, somehow if this hits a stick, if there's a whiff, if somehow this caroms, like, and then quality chances as yes. well. There wasn't volume, but it felt like every time they came in the zone, something dangerous could be milliseconds away. There was the one play where Zadorov's taking it back into his zone. It's Yarn Croak in front of the bench. He's, his stick is broken. He has to drop it, and he doesn't see it. So he puts it up the wall to Yarn Croak, who does not now have a stick. And then it's an odd man kind of a situation coming in. It goes back door. And I again, I've watched the highlight. I don't know if Zadorov gets a piece of it or if it just doesn't. But it's a backdoor kind of a tap-in play that could go off of a leg Ooh. or a skate. There's the is that Sagan on the forehand that almost ends the yeah. game there? Yeah, that there's was the blocker. Horrifying. The blocker save Markstrom makes on Pavelski, and then of course Peterson has a breakaway. That's in the third, I believe. Gosh, who me? Uh, so you you look at all of it put together. Robertson hits a bar. Haskinen hits two posts in the third, and it just. You sit here today, and what's the difference between a team that loses in overtime of Game 7 and wins in overtime of Game 7? One shot. One team gets to play on Wednesday, and the other team isn't going to play yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, and one, one organization answers hard questions about what went wrong and who needs to go and who who do we keep. And, you know, we got to audit this thing. Not good enough. This would have been an ugly week in Sports Talk Radio in the city if that puck went the other way. It would have, for sure. And... Because look, there's there's a lot of futures that are uncertain here, and I think the one thing we'd all agree in is a long playoff run showing you can be a contender probably allows the Flames and their players who have the ability to leave a little more belief in each other. Okay, let's get this done. And you know what? There's you mentioned the the playoff run. There's there's going a playoff run, and there's don't collapse in the playoffs. And that's what this would have felt sure. like despite all the shots. Because mm-hmm. you can frame it, but at the end of the day, look what's going on in Toronto. It's another failure. And they failed against Dallas in 2020. They, it was a failure against Colorado. Could have gone right? up 3-1 in that series in the bubble. Just clear that puck out. And if you wanted to just go facts, it would have been another crack for these guys. Mm-hmm. This core, more or less. That they wouldn't have gotten it done. I think it would have been similar to Toronto in the sense that there's certainly 
much more encouraging factors, but at the end of the day, the result was still the result. Result business, man. Because what would you? Oh, Gaudreau can't. Well, yeah, he didn't. He didn't get it done. He didn't get it done. That's there, there's at, you, there's very little, especially for a guy like Treliving, who really kind of doubled up, doubled back on this same group. Yeah, and I'm I, not trading these guys away. I think we're better than what we've shown. I also think that there just there wasn't good deals to be made. He may have wanted to, but not at the prices that were out there. I mean, I'm sure there's always some tinkering you'd like to do, but let's face it, when you've got all the guys that are the core coming off years that aren't as good as they're supposed to have, how you mix it up? Yeah. You'll lose a deal to make people happy? That doesn't work. Give him credit. He stuck with the group. They bolstered it with some guys that showed him the way in a sense. You bring in your Lewis, Branson types that it's like, okay, if these guys are battling that hard, we got to step it up too. Full year of setter, away you go. I'll tell you what, too. The longer that game went on, it's like I'm seeing an awful lot of Eric at Branson and a lot of Zador and a lot of stuff. <laughs> I, I was uh, not hopeful for the 58-26 pairing. They did a sensational job. And I thought after a really, really tough go in game six. I was worried about 58-26 as a pair for their ability to Stone play in their own yeah. end. And they were great. I, I think if you put out what's a reasonable expectation for that pair, they were better than that last night. Stone, 21 and a half minutes. It was 27-40 for Rasmus Anderson on the back end. Mira Heiskanen played 33 minutes That's last good, night. Yeah. He, every time I looked up, he had the book. No, not this guy again. And is already off to the Worlds. To really play at the are. World Championships. That's an awkward conversation. It It, it is. And so, Miro. Uh, <laughs> got th- him, they're got in, in Finland this year, I believe. So, that helps. That'll be part of it. Yeah. Hannafin 2704. And, and, and yeah, the minutes are going to be big because of Extra 15 the fact minutes, that you went yeah. to overtime. But at the same time, you lost Shillington for a period of time. You were down Tanev. Guys had to step up. And mm-hmm. I now can you do it? How long is Tanev out? Those are conversations for the next few days. Yeah, we'll have more clarity and, and we'll take a look at what Edmonton is and all that. But yeah, Wednesday night they'll start round two. Right now, as Daryl said, it's about that group recovering, getting some rest. And for Flames fans, exhale. You're gonna need a few big breaths here before Wednesday night. And if you thought, you know, there was tension before, welcome a couple th- enemy a couple thousand yeah, yeah. enemy fans into the building in each venue. And if you think Ooh. this one's going four games or five games, I think you're fooling yourself. This one's got another slobber knocker written all over it, I think. Flames find a way at the Dome last night in overtime of Game 7. Here is how it sounded on ESPN as we go to break. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Goudreau out in front. Lindholm shoots. Save Ottinger. The rebound to Goudreau. He shoots. Boomer in the morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. We peppered them so much that, uh, yeah, one had to have gone in for us. And guys work so hard. And, you know, we like I said it this morning, I thought, you know, I think that our teams, the way we're, you know, conditioned and work and wear teams down, we're, you know, built for, you know, a, ga- a game seven type of game. And, um, you know, it showed it took us till minute almost 80. And, uh, 
yeah, it's an important win for us, and now we try to roll. Down low for Gaudreau to Kachuk in the corner. Back to Johnny Gaudreau. Gaudreau in front. Feeds a pass to Lino. Stopped by Ottinger. Took it off high. Gaudreau scores! Shot 67 of the night. Whew. Finally gets by Jake Ottinger. Johnny Gaudreau's second of the postseason from Lindholm and Kachuk. The overtime winner in Game 7. Flames win 3-2, take the series four games to three. We'll now play Edmonton starting on Wednesday. You want a crazy fact? First time they beat a team in round one, not named the Canucks since? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1986. What? There's going to, and I think it's probably some of it falls on us to take a look and realize we, there, there's a lot of people who live here, who live in Alberta, Edmonton, what have you, that have heard a lot about the Battle of Alberta. It's a thing. They have no idea. So your old uncle or your grandpa tells you about. I mean, you and I, right? 91. Okay, it's not a lifetime ago, but for it's a lifetime ago. Mm. And how the province, the cities have changed, what life was like in 1991, the last time these two played. 31 years. And we will have the sixth ever Battle of Alberta playoff style. And it'll open at the Dome for games one and two on Wednesday and Friday. Finally, a weekend date at the Dome, too. I know. I was a little uh, not thrilled about the idea of a Sunday. You lose some of that afterburner fuel, potentially. And then as it got into it, okay, no, everyone's in. I feel but like... the first period, they're down one nothing. You're thinking, oh, man, if this was a Friday 8 o'clock start, how juiced up people would be, this place would be quite a bit more rocking rather than the, well, we'll see how this goes before I slam these pints. <laughs> The the Monday, Tuesday is going to be important for everybody. Really get into the office early. Make yourself visible. Go Make sure you're walking by the, off, the mm -hmm. office of the boss with papers in your hand. Oh, hey, good morning. Yeah, heck of a game. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah. Boy, sure, great to go to games, but I don't know. I can't get tickets, of course. Make sure that you get a lot of things done, mm -hmm. visuals, in the next two to three days. Stay hydrated. Get some sleep. Because the province of Alberta. Ooh. Ordinarily known for its hard work and its work ethic and getting down to it, mm. I feel like productivity is going to slip a little bit the next week to 10 days. And rightfully so. I'm so happy, like, not to get gushed, I'm so happy for everybody that's a fan of the Oilers and Flames. We never get this. We never get this. And it's in our backyard. I remember for years and years and years, you would talk about, remember when? Wouldn't it be crazy to think? That you'd have these two teams that would be in the playoffs and, yeah. Because either the Flames were no good and the Oilers were pretty good, or the Flames were strong and the Oilers were a mess. Now you finally got them on somewhat of a... There's also a lot of years even, they're both were a mess. There is that as well. That was a big thing. Yeah. Tough to meet in the playoffs when you guys are mm -hmm. well. Everybody is well out of the playoffs. Yeah. But for those that who have lived it and those who have never lived it and only heard about it, I just feel like this thing's going to live up to everybody's expectation. It's a di such a different world than it was 31 well, years and ago. And so round one's in the books. Six of the eight series went six or seven. Yeah. More than that. Am I crazy? No, because Washington won. It's seven of the eight. Yeah. Are you kidding me? One was a sweep, and that team that got swept was missing their MVP, Saros Nashville. But every other series, like, the the hole that the cap this the Panthers climbed out of, 
they were the first team in the East to move on. Mm-hmm. They were a post away from being down 3-1, and that was the first team to get to the second round in the East. Are you kidding me? And now... And you're going to add a rivalry on top of what the, all these series have been insanely tight? And we said it during the break. We've also... You've got Lightning and Panthers, and they hate each other. That is the best rivalry in hockey. If you just if you measure the hatred between the two teams, that's peak right now. They fought and brawled in the preseason in Orlando. They met in the playoffs last year. The Cats won the President's Trophy this year. The Lightning have the real trophy everyone wants the last two years. Corey Sarich is in after the top of the hour. Hour two kicks off with him in a moment. Time for the Pinder Report brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors. Quotes, 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Oh, Dean. Good morning, Corey. We'll chat with you in a moment. But first... Back to the Scotiabank Saddle Home last night for a decisive series deciding, maybe franchise altering, free agent future determining. Game seven. Game f- seven. Holy f- boom. Game seven. That's right. Zad Dog was in. Avoiding discipline for his hit in game six. Why do you hold this? Why do you talk to them just to not? I don't know. I just. Thank you, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tanev, though, remained out with injury, so instead of the tried-and-true 11-7, and seven, which made sense for a lot of reasons, including probably how dinged up guys, Richie would return. 12 forward, 6 defensemen, and yes, they did stick with the same goalie, Dean, who uh, finally we can figure out what does the hell Sutter's doing between the pipes. Well, we spent so much time this season talking, especially down the stretch. When are you going to get Vladar in there? You're okay with Markstrom playing can, all these who now? Who can even predict what the coach is? Oh, okay. Markstrom again? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah I'm not going to quibble with that. That's fine. And Rick Bonus, you know, he's. He knew with, who his guy was. with his guy, too. Yeah. Seems. Yeah. Don't think anyone knows who the other guy is there. No, you're missing it. Uh, tense times. Flames fans wondering if their club could best Jake Ottinger, the 23 year old phenom of the past two weeks. And in the first, not the start you wanted in a low scoring series where the team that scored first had done well. Second scoops it up in centers, Ben shoots and scores. Jamie Ben whips the puck past Jacob Markstrom. And just 40 seconds into game seven, it is one nothing start. Yeah, first minute in, no. No. No, D. Not great, Bob. No. Well, and the rafters were still ringing from Michael Backlund throwing his weight around. Welcome to the playoffs. What a thug. Friggin' Ooh. goon. Might have shocked Markstrom out of the defense. Yeah, maybe. Uh, one nothing. Flames and out shoot the stars heavily in the first. Thirteen to two at one point, I believe. It finished seventeen to eight. Second period, Flames found an equalizer early, but the celebration didn't last long. Held it at the line. Shellington shoots. They score. And the sea of red erupts. Tyler Toffoli finally finds a crack in the armor of Jake Ottinger, and the Flames have tied Game Seven at one. Stolen. Here's the game time goal. Three. Tyler Tumbley. Assist number 58, Oliver Shillington. And now here comes Domestikov with a shot. He scores. Oh. As they're announcing the game time goal. No. You want it to, uh, you, you know, yeah, yeah, you want take that. more than three breaths tied in this game. 
but it was 40 seconds Ben goal, 31 seconds a game clock after the equalizer, another lead for the Stars, and from Euphoria right back to Puckerville, Dean, where you're the mayor. How are you feeling at that point? Oh uh, yeah, puckered, absolutely, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah, it was not great. Yeah, and if Ottinger was maddening in the first, the second equally infuriating. Shots that frame, 26 to four. He's the best goalie I've ever seen. A lot of pressure on him, no? I mean, how were a lot of pressure on him. How were you not thinking that? Yeah, it was a lot a of ton pressure. of pressure. Yeah. He didn't seem to care, though, did he? No, he doesn't seem uh, like he's immune to it, I think. Pressure. I don't care. Pretty point. I don't know. Flames did find an equalizer, though. Here's a stretch pass by the goaltender Markstrom. Head to Gaudreau, who drops Kachuk, shoots, and scores! Matthew Kachuk rips the puck into the top corner of the Stars' net. And the Flames have battled back again. They have tied Game 7 at 2. You want to talk about offensive breakouts? Kachuk's first of the series, and finally Jacob Markstrom gets on the score sheet. His first assist of the series. Great pass. We've been talking about... Almost as good as Gaudreau's. Yeah. I mean, second best pass, to be fair. It's going to be tough going into this next series, right? When you talk about goalies playing the puck, Markstrom, we're just outclassed. <laughs> well, I mean, you count assists both ways. He's way behind Smith, isn't he? I see what you did there. Never mind. Uh, Kachuk's first of the series, a big one, and off to the third, a tense third. The theme of the series, yes. Also, massive stop from Jacob Markstrom in the third. Hannafin has it. They're banking off the boards to do, David. The puck is in his skates. And now here comes Peterson the other way. He splits the D. Peterson in. Deeks shoots and is stopped by Markstrom. Maybe a game and series saver. Yeah, um, that was a period without goals and without any comfort. It was pins and needles for 20 minutes, Dean, and we needed overtime. Dean, it's game seven overtime. Holy f Oh, wow. Woo! I mean, on one hand, it's everything you dream of as a child when you play street hockey, and on the other hand, you're a shot away from agony. Yeah, soul-crushing defeat. Every shot, potentially, the series ending. Franchise-defining moment. Was that the last shift for Zad Dog, Dean? What about Goody? Gotta get a Goody. Is that his last shift? What about Trevor Lewis? And I can't think of anyone else that potentially could leave if the series was over. Uh, yarn, free agent. Yarny. Yarn what about Yarn Crow? Iron Hook. Is that what any iron Or anyone like else, that? if they're any bigger. Hmm. Markstrom was exceptional in the extra frame. The Stars generating some dangerous chances at a more regular clip that came out of the gates flying in overtime. Meanwhile, Jake Ottinger seeming to be more and more comfortable with each save of the year candidate he was posting. 10 Steen, and then this. First net. Five minutes left in the first overtime. Here's Lindholm to Gaudreau. Near quarter to Kachuk. Behind the net to Gaudreau. He walks in front and drops. Lindholm shoots it up. Sure. Makes the right shoulder save. Gaudreau. Scores! <laughs> Seventh shot on net was the one that did it, Dean. That's all you needed to get to was 67 in a single game. That's probably what Daryl was saying. We just need to get to 67, boys. 
66 get, won't be enough. Get them early. Get them if we hit the 67. That's the one that'll beat him. And interestingly, his save percentage in the series, 955 heading into game seven. 64 on 67, 955. Ottinger was what Ottinger had been the whole series. You needed that many to get a third on him on a night you needed three to win. Incredible. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, fitting he gets the winner. Two goals, eight points in the series. Probably time to halt that Johnny can't compete in the playoffs narrative, we think. That's a... Go bury that. I think you uh, you can put that thing away. For yeah, sure. Like excellent, best forward in the postseason for them. Because how did he uh, seven points in the last five games, including some uh, some big ones, a penalty shot goal. Yeah, in uh, in game five after and then missing the that breakaway in game three. It was game four. He gets the penalty shot goal. No, five. Back I'm here. off. No, Excuse it, me. it was. Uh, I don't know. I'm so. And tired. I can't three, even. he uh, he misses on the four. breakaway to tie late. Four, four, he does convert, yeah, and that sends it back to Calgary tied at two. Uh, seeing eye laser from the sharp angle up top, the winner of the series. Stunning stuff. Here's Daryl postgame. Yeah, I thought that he's Johnny had a really strong series, quite honest. It's good that he got the game winner, series winner. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, better him get it than Jamie Benn or someone stupid. Oh, man, that series is over finally. You can breathe, Calgary, Southern Alberta, Western Canada, Sportsnet executives, whoever's invested with the Flames. Goodbye, Stars. You got yourself a goalie. And hello, hello, old friends. Yes, Dean, now time for the first time in 31 years for the Battle of Alberta, episode six. Hey, Connor, you've got to see this. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll see it. Yeah. They'll see him. So how do you feel about it? We'll talk about it down the road, but you didn't want this. Well, after Saturday night, I was very much open to it. Now you're okay about it? Yeah. I mean, hmm. again, if you have to choose between (laughs) Phil Deneau or Connor McDavid and you want your team to go far, but this is going to be some of the wildest two weeks of our lives coming up here. Please ensure everything you own and have a fire extinguisher by the bed. Yeah. Find out who your friends are for sure. Know where the enemy lines are. Exactly. Trenches. Conversations that you may not ordinarily have. Mm-hmm. Uh, just bring it up. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move along. That was not the only game yesterday. In fact, it was one of five game sevens on Saturday and Sunday. Let's go to yesterday where the Penguins and Rangers met on Broadway. The stories of the series for each team. Well, for the Rangers, refusing to die. Down 3-1, trailed in games five and six, only to rally and win and force a game seven. For the Penguins, somehow surviving all the injuries they've had. Tristan Jari... Casey DeSmith, they're one and two, both hurt. Raquel out. Crosby then went down, although last night he was back with Jari for the first time in the series and Ricky Racks. All of a sudden, a little healthier. Let's pick it up tied 2-2 in the second. On a breakaway, Evan Rodriguez on the backhand shoots, scores! Evan Rodriguez goes top shelf on Shesterkin, and the Penguins take the lead. Pretty goal. If you like pretty goals, then. 3-2 after 40 in the third. Things getting late. Less than six to play. Here we go. Marino batted around. Taken by Coppers. A Zibanejad. He scores. Mika Zibanejad is tied game seven with 5.45 to go. Like how much fuel is left in these play-by-play guys' tanks? Best of seven, two weeks, every other night. Round one. They had triple overtime in what, game one or two? Oh, man. To overtime we go. They weren't done yet. 15 seconds with the man advantage. Fox for Panera. Top the right circle. Moves in. Shoots. Off the. It's in. Oh. 
It's over. Artemi Panarin scores, and the Rangers have won game seven oh. in overtime. Did they say Artemi Panarin? Artemi Panarin. Hmm. Or, uh, the Canary. Well, it's, he was very know. hairy. Artemi Panarin. Panarin. Hmm. Uh, what a wild series. Rangers, the first team ever to come back from a 3-1 series hole while rallying in each of games five, six, and seven. Steely stuff. Down 2-0 in game five, down 2-0 in game six, down 3-2 and 2-1 in game seven. Meanwhile, the Penguins get the lion's share. The chances could not close. They couldn't close. No. Some spicy pork and uh, broccoli. Not the best. Not the best for them. Yeah. Could have been better. Blue Shirts now head to Carolina to face the Canes. And the other series, we already knew about ahead of yesterday. Let's take a look at the round two schedule. Tomorrow, oh, tomorrow we're getting started again. Tomorrow. Battle of Florida. Here's to the Sunshine State. I know. Uh, Braden points availability very much in the uh, what's happening here file. Lower body injury in game seven did not look good. He'd come and try it out very quickly and then done. That's a big, big loss if he can't go for Tampa. Whether it's groin or whatever it is, he crashed into the sideboards if he didn't see it, then could barely get off the ice. I'm surprised he tried it. Needed to kind of hop up onto the... He he couldn't even get off the ice. I don't know that anyone would be surprised if he can't go in the Battle of Florida. Ugly. Wish him the best. Too bad. Hell of a player. Colorado will also host St. Louis. Oh, hell, Kale! Yeah, they got some players there. And St. Louis, pretty deep. Pretty impressive performance against the Wild. That uh, should be a good series. Avs have been off since um, a week ago. Yeah, kind of forgot all about a the Avalanche, actually. Ago. Yeah. That's uh, Monday, May 9th. That's a week ago. Think of all the rust that's been forming on the joints of the Avalanche. Feel bad. For Did them. anyone get hurt rusting, or are they still? That's oh, hard to say. Yeah, we will find yeah. out uh, tomorrow. And then finally on Wednesday, it'll be Battle of Alberta following the Canes and Rangers. That's round two. <sighs> Hope you enjoyed round one. It's the greatest tournament in sport, fellas. And that one was insane. Five game sevens. Five. And we're not done. No, but round one. Unbelievable. Full full marks. 10 out of 10. Would highly recommend. Um, yes. You would highly recommend. Highly recommend. Round yes. one. Do it. Do it. Okay. Just, if you get a chance to do a round one in okay. the NHL playoffs, that's a tournament you should go to. Right. Do that. Uh, Major League Baseball. Let's move along. Jay's playing the finale of a three-game set in Tampa. Manoa on the mound. Let's go to the six. Now down low for Gaudreau to Kachuk in the corner. Back to Johnny Gaudreau. Gaudreau in front. Needs a pass to Leno. Stopped by Ottinger. Took it off high. Gaudreau scores! Yeah, let's do that instead. I like it. Yeah, Rays win uh, 3-0. Who cares? Screw the Rays. Today they'll host Seattle. Kikuchi against Flexen. Sportsnet West and 1, 5 o'clock. What? Did something go wrong there? Well, I just, yeah, I was not expecting to hear that. Well, it's true. You don't expect Matt Chapman to miss a transfer to second and the ball goes into center and now unearned runs. You don't need that. Bit of a slide, eh, for the the Jays? Bit of a skid. What, one game over 500 right now? Not ideal. Not the best. Not the best. Uh, other other Major League Baseball. How bad are the Cincinnati Reds? Have you noticed this? Have you seen how bad the Cincinnati Reds are? Because you're a loser. <laughs> You've always been a loser. Like, really bad. Like, last week they had three wins. How many games have been played in the majors? Mm. You're coming up with, like, 40 games here? They had three at one point last week? Oh, and yesterday? Here's a new low. 
they no-hit their opponents and lost. What? You bomb! Yeah, it's, uh, they lost one nothing. They pulled their pitcher who had a no-no after 118 pitches. A couple of runners got on via the walk. Relief pitcher, walk. Ground ball, fielder's choice, run comes in. Lose the game one nothing. They don't even get credit for a no-hitter because they didn't That's right. pitch the bottom half of the ninth because the game was over. They lost a no-hitter. That's right. They lost a game. They Not yeah. easy to do. The Reds suck, man. Get Votto out of there. Bring him home. Would you? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, NBA, let's go there. Man, game seven last night in Phoenix, Arizona. There's no problems in Phoenix, the NBA commissioner says. Uh, boy, this was tense. Let's let's go to uh, one of the great highlights of this contest at game seven. Folks, you are tuned into history right now with what Jay Gottinger has done. Flames on the attack. Here is Goudreau. Now Lindholm, another one from Ottinger. Goudreau, he scored! He snuck one through! Oh, sorry, how'd that sneak in there? Uh, Mavericks win. Doncic went off. Like, just huge. And the top seeds are done in the West. Boston-Milwaukee, it's it's the box uh, at Dikitakitamatu and the Celtics. Goudreau out in front. Lindholm shoots. Save Ottinger. The rebound to Goudreau. He shoots. He scores! It's over! Johnny Goudreau wins it in overtime! I think we... Uh... Tense building. See what you're doing. Yeah, no, it's 109 so uh, one Goudreau and the Celtics yep. for pulling off that victory. Big win for them. Not close. Um, like, really walloped them. Good margin of victory there. Almost 30 points. Jeez. 123.90, the Dallas margin of victory. So there it is. You got uh, those two teams moving along. Uh, also, our PGA Tour, Byron Nelson at TPC Craig Rance. A pressure putt on 18. Oh, yeah. Would you have a listen? Uh-huh. Just all the mounting pressure. Lindholm shoots it up. Sure. Makes the right shoulder save. Goudreau. That's uh, McKinney, Texas. Very rowdy crowd at that Drained PGA it. event. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, K.H. Lee edging out Jordan Spieth. I thought it was going to lip Justin out there at the end, but yeah, well, found yeah. a way. Yeah, Matsuyama finishes third. Uh, top Canadian. Who cares? Let's move along. Yeah. Uh, Calvary FC in Halifax on the weekend. Wanderers and Cavs meeting for the first time this year. Played with 2-2 tie. You know what? If they didn't have ties and they played overtime, would that please what it sounded like? Please don't do Dean, it again. do you know what that please. was? And drops. Lindholm shoots it up. Sure. Makes the right shoulder save the draw. Scores! And uh, finally, Dean, CFL player is about to strike. That's your pin report. Have fun, everyone. Oh, and the- <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, pin report brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors. Quotes, 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Corey Sarich. He's tired, but he's here, and he's wired after the Flames win it last night by a score of 3-2 to two in overtime. Hour 2 next, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.